Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. City of Chronicles is a Bayer Chronicles production. to another episode of the Stadia Chronicles podcast. I'm Mina Rizuki and as always, I'm joined by Nikki Bandini. Before we get to the show, we just want to remind you that we have a 14-day free trial for our Chronicles Tifosi Patreon memberships. Head on over to SadiaChronicles.com forward slash Patreon now and subscribe to the Chronicles Tifosi membership for free. Hello, Nikki Bandini. How are you doing? How is Italia? Italia was great. I'm looking forward to flying out there again tomorrow. My goodness, Mina, I feel like, I don't know why. It's not that, it's not that new. Like it's like this every year, but the six day turnaround from one leg to the next just feels like nothing, doesn't it? And I think just the fact of going back out to the same place twice in a week and having popped on in between, it feels, feels very, uh, close together and tense and exciting. But yeah, it was, uh, it was really something the first leg. I mean, I, I recorded my voice note and, and said, how I was feeling at the time, which was there was a tiny bit of anticlimax in the way I felt at the time, just because there was so much build up and and it felt so alive and 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 on edge inside the stadium. And those two goals really took the wind out of Milan's sails and out of the the crowd's sails, and it, it changed things a bit. But who knows? Stranger things have happened in the derby than a two 0 lead getting turned around. Do you ever sort of wonder? Like I was saying, like you know, you were saying it's a quick turnaround. I feel like when I was a kid, time went by really slowly. Like, do you remember the school term? It would take like, <laughs> I swear to you, I felt like I was there for like 13 years, like plugging away until we'd finally get to the summer holidays. Meanwhile, as an adult, I feel like time is going so quickly at a time when I don't want to, I don't want it to because, you know, I'm scared of aging and all of that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I don't understand. And I just feel like every time I think to myself, oh, you know, like the game's over, like, I don't know, like I'll have like a, a minute to like rest or whatever it is. It's like everything started off again or there's the weekend games or there's, I don't know what's going on. Time is going by really quickly. Mina, before we get into it, I have to ask you a very important question, which is, did you watch Eurovision this weekend? No. Should I have? Oh, of course, obviously. I mean, Italy had a, a genuine contender, Marco Mengoni, but it was fun. Anyway, if you didn't watch it, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Simon reacted, Australia and Eurovision these days. So I know that probably in Australia, it's big news. Wasn't there some, supposed to be some alliance where we voted for Finland and they voted for us? Is that what was the deal? All people need to know is that Finland 
won the people's vote, but they didn't win the overall, which I always think is a bit scandalous when the people's champion isn't the actual champion because they have judges and they have the people. The judges are very political. Anyway, we don't need to get into Eurovision. Okay. I was just wondering if you've watched it. I'm just going to just retweet the, the hashtag that I saw, which was justice for Finland. So whatever that means, I'm all for it. Justice <laughs> for Finland. <laughs> we support it. Okay. Okay, let's start off with the Milan teams. Like, this is the proper pod now, <laughs> guys. Our chit-chat's over. It's been a bizarre weekend, to say the least. I think we have to start off at Milan because um, while Inter's flying high, Milan fell to Spezia. And it was a little bit of a shock. Okay, so obviously, we, we you know, Nikki did the voice note. We all watched the game. We saw what happened in the Champions League against Inter um, and how well Inter sort of took advantage of Milan's usual slow start in the Champions League. But then, obviously, you thought this weekend, obviously, top four is on the line at this moment in time. It's very important for them to collect as many points as possible. They do have a lot of injury concerns. No Benesser, no Kroonich. Leao is not... We don't know yet if he's even going to play in the Champions League. We're obviously hoping and, and that he will be there because you want to see the top players there. But Milan is not all there at the moment. And Spezia are a team that have really struggled in their own ways recently. And yet at home, they managed a 2-0 victory against this Milan side. Played a very simple and impressive game. Very organized, very um, semplice. <laughs> so... Just uh, in accordance with, obviously, their coach. Yes. And uh, a 2-0 victory was achieved. Now, what grabbed the headlines after that was the fact that Milan went to, to speak to the away fans, so the ultras. And it was just this fascinating picture because it's just them in, in this row standing there listening as what is the ultra capo, sort of like one of the leaders of the ultras going on a monologue, if you will, and they're all listening. Some of them head down and just simply listening. I think what was even more stark about it was that there was coach Stefano Pioli in the middle of this also doing the same. And there's been some mixed reviews. Obviously, a lot of uh, the FA rules, the Italian FA rules, were quoted in accordance with what's going on here. Are they being told off? Milan themselves have come out and said, actually, you know, this is, this is a good thing. They're just cheering us on. I didn't, you know, Simon Kea came out and said, you know, it was actually a good thing. I didn't think it was a bad thing. But um, let's just say it caused some headlines. So let's start there, Nikki. Yeah, I think it's, it's really sort of such a striking image, isn't it, Mina? Because you've got professional footballers and their manager, Piori, there as well, which I think was their thing stood there with their heads bowed, looking like sort of children who've been caught doing something they shouldn't, being scolded by a teacher. But actually what you've got is, yeah, professional footballers who make millions of, of euros standing there while someone who, and I can't say for certain, I don't know the identity of the individual, but certainly is almost certainly not a professional footballer or has any background in professional football, is having this monologue at them. And and it looks very, very striking. There's a submissiveness in it that's very, very striking. And I think there's a few things to sort of contextualize. The first is that going to the Cordova after a game, that happens every game, win or lose, home or away. Milan go to their Cordova, they applaud them, they say thank you for being here. That's completely standard. Happens with most teams in Italy that that happens. What's unusual about this is one individual person getting to sort of address them like that. That's not as normal. You'd certainly expect them to go there. You might expect them to get booed on a bad day, cheered on a good day. You wouldn't normally expect there to be this sort of discourse. 
And I think anything we say about it is colored then by the fact that we didn't have a TV microphone picking up everything that was being said. We don't have some transcript of what was said. We don't actually know what, what, what the conversation was or wasn't. And as you said, Pioli came out afterwards and said, no, no, it was encouragement. Simon Kier said something very similar, that the fans have been very positive. And then a day later, that's on Saturday evening, a day later on Sunday, you had hundreds, maybe even a thousand Milan fans turn out to Milanello, the training ground, and sort of chanted for them, like did a march to the gates of the, of the training ground and just sang songs. There was no discussion this time. It was just some songs for 10 minutes and then they, and then they, they dispersed. And I, I have really mixed feelings about it. I have really mixed feelings about it because on the one hand, I have a lot of empathy for the position that in modern football, footballers are so detached from the reality that most fans are living in. They do get to lead these very different lives. And actually the fact that that any footballers will sort of want to sit and listen and, and, and take on what their fans are feeling and how they're sort of, how they're experiencing things. There's something in that that I can completely understand is, is quite meaningful and, and powerful. And, and as a fan, something that, that fans may want to feel connected to. The other part of me just thinks, I don't know, it, it, it feels like something that's tremendously actually undemocratic. These are sort of self-appointed people who lead the Cordova something that just serves the power base of those who consider themselves or appoint themselves the leaders, the, the, the mouthpiece for all fans. And something a little bit, I don't know, I, it just feels a bit sort of, I can't quite find the right word for it. Silly is what's in my head. And I don't think that's the, really the right word I'm looking for. But it, it feels a bit like a pantomime because I don't really think that conversation changes how hard the players go out and work. I don't think it makes them go, oh, well, because we've had this conversation, we're going to act differently. Maybe that's fine. Maybe it doesn't matter that it doesn't change how they behave. Maybe that it's not about them. It's actually just about letting the fans feel like they have that connection to the team that and that their opinions matter. And maybe that is valuable enough. But when I'm watching it, what I'm thinking is, Pantomime is probably the best word I can put on it. Like it's it's a theatrical act more than it is something that actually means anything. Seria Chronicles is excited to partner with Kalido Media, an Australian digital media agency specializing in website design and development and digital marketing. The Kalido Media team has a diverse range of digital skills, including helping our podcast by managing its social media accounts and editing videos for YouTube. Whether you're looking to enhance your website to attract new business or find an audience via social media marketing to generate leads and sales, Kalido Media will work with you to develop a customized digital strategy for your business. They've had a lot of success in generating leads and driving online traffic for various types of businesses, including home builders, renovators, and kitchen cabinetry professionals, commercial cleaning, and even tennis coaches. So if you're looking to attract new eyeballs to your business to generate leads and drive sales, visit kalidomedia.com.au to get in touch with the team to discuss a strategy to fire up your business, connect with your ideal audience and communicate your message. Fire up, connect and communicate with Kalido Media. See the link in the show notes. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. 
Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I always like to see everyone's reaction um, because in all honesty, I think myself, I, I didn't know whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. I didn't know whether to be impressed that they sat there and took it or a little upset with them that this is how they behaved and that they gave so much power to the ultras. I think that the, the history of the ultras, it, it's always sort of difficult to delve into. The ultras were something that became very common or became took over Italy, I guess, in the 1970s. But in 1968 was the first ultra group was created, was Milan's Fossa de Leone. And actually, it was the only... When I was little, my dad used to take me to San Siro for the simple sake of watching this ultra group because of the, the type of atmosphere that they used to create. They were disbanded in 2005, um, started in 1968. And it was just this stuff of legend, Fossa de Leone. I mean, if, if you ever want to figure out anything about them, just listen to a couple of Manchester United fans who came to San Siro when the two played together. And they were immensely terrified by the kind of atmosphere that this ultra group created. Now, they were disbanded, obviously, ever since things have changed. And, and there's always been this sort of fear of the ultras because they're not like the, the hooligans of England, right? There is violence attached to it, but... A lot of what was being said about people who did, I didn't go to San Siro for the Champions League, but was it was amazing that Milan fans were always there to support their team. They did so a little bit more like the English fans do nowadays in stadium, which continue to support their sides. Whereas sometimes what you find in Italy is if they're not doing well, there's too much booing and it gets into a very stressful situation. And so perhaps what the Milan ultras were trying to say is that we're on your side, but we need you to really fight like lions because this is an important point of the season. And that's what they try to clarify as well. The Milan Ultras, they released a statement to say that. Can I pick up on that? Yeah, sure. I don't interrupt. I I think it's it's really interesting because I think every ultra group I've ever spoken to, and I've spoken to a few now, all I've ever heard is that same idea, basically. All everyone wants is for players to care as much as they do. That's what they want. They want to feel they care as much as they do. And I think watching at the stadium at San Siro, there's a few things to say from from the game. Like, first of all, that is the positive side of the ultras. I mean, the atmosphere was incredible and it would not have been that way if it wasn't for the ultras. It wouldn't. Like the ultras absolutely were leading this extraordinary noise that was happening inside the stadium. I think I said it on the voice note. There's this moment before kickoff, like an hour before kickoff as well, not five minutes, where the stadium goes from general hubbub to like, oh, we're singing now. And it's like a, a pin drop moment because it goes from naught to a hundred, like all at once. Like it's, it's, it's everyone comes in all at once and it's, enormous the noise. And it's, it's something incredible. And having said that, as I was watching the game, when the second goal went in, I was watching the quarter after, after, afterwards and the moments afterwards. And even from where I was, I was right up at the top of the press area for that bit, even though we were doing our reporting on the sideline, they give you like somewhere to be during the game that's up high. And 
I could almost feel it, like this sort of air of like people, and they they rebounded. They, they you know they were singing again before the end, but this air of like we've put all this work in, we've done all this preparation, we've done this incredible choreographer choreographia, and look how easy it is. Like it's not just that we're losing two 0 but these two goals were so easy. The second one was suddenly a massive hole in the middle of defence, and. The thing is, I understand that emotion as a fan so vividly because I think I've lived through that as a fan, seeing teams play like the way and, and you build yourself up for a big game and it's just over in 10 minutes. But also, I don't think Milan let those goals happen through lack of effort. It was lack of organization. It was lack of decision making. It wasn't because they weren't running hard enough. It was they just got carved apart by a team whose moves were, were sharper. So I, I find all of that sort of conversation sometimes a bit a bit muddled just because I just don't believe that any Milan player didn't care about a Champions League semi-final. I don't believe it. I don't believe there was one player there who didn't think this is the most important game of my life. Maybe not my life in some cases. I guess Giroud's played in World Cup finals, but one of the most important games of my life and the most important for many. I don't believe that. Hey gang, just wanted to let you know that you can now get a free 14-day trial of our Chronicles Defosi Patreon membership. Subscribe now for free for 14 days to get access to all of our full episodes, solo mini-sodes, bonus content, even behind-the-scene bonuses like our chats about football, and of course, our chats about life in general. You can also get the entire bank catalogue of Serie A Chronicles content. So head over to seriechronicles.com forward slash Patreon and subscribe to the Chronicles Fosie membership for free. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, see, Simon Kayer said the same. He said the same thing. He said, you know, it's not about us like fighting harder. It's genuinely about us trying to understand what happened, you know. And maybe sometimes you just have to concede that the team that you came up against is one that is at the top form at the moment, best conditioning right now in Serie A, you know, capable of introducing the likes of Brozovic and Lukaku from the bench when you're looking at, you know, Milan's bench and you're thinking, who on earth are they going to bring in that can change this? Because it's not going to be Charles de Catelare, right? Sometimes you, you sort of just have to concede and not get angry. And this is the thing that we have in, in Italy, right? We always feel like... And by the way, yeah, and English media is also quite capable of this because I kept hearing over and over again, you know, what's going on with Milan? This was the side of Baresi. And I'm like, oh my God, guys, it's not like every time I watch Spurs, I have to say, look, they're not scoring a goal. What's going on? This was the team of Jimmy Greaves. <laughs> you know, like it gets really annoying after all when you're constantly judged by your history, you know, like get over it. <laughs> this is a whole new Milan side that yeah. doesn't have any bearing or anything to do with Baresi and, and Billy Costa Cruzda or Yap Stam or Nesto or whatever it is, you know. It, it does get a little bit annoying, but sometimes it's annoying when the fans buy into it too and you just have to, what can you do, right? You want to support your team. But I think what I was most interested in is just to see the reaction. And I thought there was a lot about this on Instagram and TikTok and all of these and and so many of those fans from abroad were like, how lovely it was for them to bow down to the ultras, to the fans, right? Perhaps not really understanding the relationship of what, a, you know, a TIFO is or like the TIFO is to what is the ultras or how that looked. 
whereas, for example, I thought Luigi Gallando wrote a, a pretty thoughtful piece on it. And his idea was really, this is like Milan is Milan, right? I mean, this was the team that when the fans came and sort of addressed Maldini after 2000, you know, that obviously that infamous night in Istanbul, he sort of like, you wouldn't even engage with them. No, he told them where to go. And he, t- he literally told the fan where to go. Yeah, definitely. And then that was partially, like, do you remember when he obviously retired at the time and didn't get sort of the sending off because all of the fans were still angry with the way that he dealt with them in that night, you know? But it was a case of, look, are you, are you mad? Like, <laughs> like, go away, you know? And it was a case of, I think a lot of people felt like they should have been treated like that. Become a member at patreon.com forward slash Serie Chronicles for regular bonus episodes and content. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.